0: What's up everybody it's your girl jossie thank you so much for tuning in again with us to broken out Revive podcast um we have vince lamar with us here again
1: what's up everybody
0: and today we have a special guest here um she is our sister uh we're gonna have you introduce yourself her name is tt
1: hi my name is tanisha but i like to go by tt what's up (laughs) y'all Okay, and we got another guest, my
0: little baby niece Italy.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, so today we will be um discussing a topic that I feel like everyone can relate to at some point in their lives, um, which is low self-esteem insecurities.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so a part of brokenness could play in part, play play a part in how you feel about yourself and what you believe that you're worthy of um so people aren't of course just born insecure um but it could start as a child and carry into your adulthood or maybe you never struggle with it as a child and as you grow older you realize some insecurities are there or a self self esteem starts to play a part in your life um so what do you all think we're gonna start with Vince we're like what do you feel that what plays a part in insecurity
1: Um, I think insecurities have everything to do about how you feel about yourself. Um, And it has more to do with the individual than it does with, uh, than it does other people. And and insecurities sometimes often gets projected onto other people. So we start to develop this thought that it's about other people, but it's really how you feel about yourself internally and your, um, sharing those uh feelings or reactions expressions um usually in non-healthy ways Mm
0: -hmm. okay team what do you feel
1: yeah absolutely I I completely agree with Vince Lamar it does have everything to do with the individual in itself and it Mm -hmm. is really um an internal um battle or struggle or feeling um of yourself Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I feel that um it's a lack of self-love um and you not knowing your true identity because when you know your identity you won't have to struggle with the with having like low self-esteem so i feel like it's like you you don't know who you truly are
1: Mm -hmm. i think that that's something that's extremely important too is getting to know who you are as a person Mm -hmm. um and then also uh being comfortable because there definitely takes a level of comfortability to build and develop confidence, I always say that confidence is um, comes from um, you know within as well. Um, same with insecurities, I think confidence is uh, also developed uh, in the same place. Um, and I think that it's one of those things that you know if you are feeling insecure, getting to the root of it, um, and then also getting to a point too where you start to affirm yourself. And uh, you start speaking back to those insecurities um, and start developing just new ways of thinking, um, new ways of uh, expressing uh, yourself and um, just adopting just new uh, ways of thinking.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Sunise, where do you feel that insecurity is like rooted for? Where where do you think it starts?
1: Um, I do feel like it starts with self-esteem. And sometimes it can be um, from other individuals. So sometimes you could begin to think about things um, or not liking things from yourself or become insecure um, because it can come from um, a place of self-esteem, basically. Um, With me struggling at one point in time in my life with self-esteem, it wasn't uh, exactly, based on what I felt of myself, but because it was something that was not popular within other individuals, it made me become insecure. So I was insecure of my voice um, because it was always being made fun of, and so um, it was was not a popular sound to other individuals. So I do think sometimes, even if you don't feel that way from yourself, other individuals can make you feel that insecure because it's not popular or it's not liked or favored, um, by your generation or population or peers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's important too, to make peace, uh, within yourself about those things, like similar to UTT TT, uh, with your voice. It's like, how do you make peace with, you know, a thing about yourself that you don't like, or that's less desirable, or you feel is less desired, by other people like what does that process look like Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah I feel like it basically comes from learning to love everything about yourself um like not caring about the opinions of what other people have to say about you think about you or what they have to say um I kind of feel that when I first like started to notice insecurities was a kid and it came it came from being bullied Um, So it's kind of like, I don't know who I am. And then it's like, I'm hearing negative, negative things about myself before I can love who God created me to be. So I feel like as you get people to talk about you, you know, and it's all fun and jokes to them, but not knowing like that's starting to play a part on my self-esteem. So I feel like it, could start from um even being bullied because it's like who tells you about yourself like are your parents there to speak life into you and love on you but then you have kids on the outside um who are mean and kids are very mean they can be mean and cruel so it's like now you know, you may not go home and talk to your parents and they can pour life back into you. Maybe you just get, battle with that in secret. Like, dang, like this is how they feel about me. Or, you know, like now you start feeling less about yourself. Like you're not good enough or worthy enough.
1: But something I do believe is when you do not tell yourself any different than what's said about you, then what they said about you will resonate more within you. And then that's what you can most likely um, begin to, because when you med- meditate on something, it becomes more into your heart, more into your thoughts, more into your spirit. And that's what you accept. So now I may not know because I don't know me, I can accept the negative words and I will accept the negative words and now I become um, to live in those negative words. But I think that um, piece that comes into play too is who are you hearing those words from? Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes those words come from people that hold weight in our lives. you know, it can come from a mother, it can come from a father, it can come from a sibling or a spouse. Um, you know, or a spiritual leader, mentor, or whatever the case may be, and I think depending on who it is and what they're saying holds more weight than others. You know, especially like if you get criticized from a stranger, yeah, it stings, but it don't linger as much. Absolutely, that pain don't linger as much. But when it comes from somebody that you highly revere and that you love and that you care for, and they're offering that same criticism, um, and those words are hurting um, it, that sting lingers, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for a while and sometimes turns into a wound. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, um, have you ever like battled with low self-esteem or did you have like a a period in your life that you just didn't feel good about yourself?
1: Um, I think very similar to you, you know, I would get bullied, um, you know, too. Um, the difference with me was I'll You know, I might not have won, but I will fight you nonetheless. Because um, what you weren't gonna do is play with me. But um, <laughs> and I'm not encouraging anybody to fight. But uh, what I will say though is. Um, just even with that, in those moments where I you know have my own insecurities, it took me to affirm who I was and for me to start defining who I was and not living life by the definition of how others, you know have um defined me um you know, and said who I was. I had to learn who I was for 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 Vince,
0: so did so basically, when you did kind of battle with those like insecurity moments it kind of rooted from being bullied
1: yeah for sure um and then not only bullied at school but she also bullied at home from who, who? <laughs> uh my siblings uh, nobody
0: bullied you i don't remember that
1: right <laughs> you
0: so funny Ooh.
1: We did not bully him, did we? Y'all did. I don't remember bullying. Um, talking about somebody is bullying. Okay, then we all we got talked about it, Okay, Okay, so is ribbing not bullying? I mean it because is. being bullied ain't always getting pushed or your head muffed, or somebody just like hitting you or taking something from you. Uh you are bullied also with words.
0: Yeah, well, that's the case. You definitely bullied me. And still well, that's the, right no, so it's you still bully.
1: no, You bullied me and I bullied you back. No. How about oh, that? Oh, so then, you know, you're, there's no victim there. <laughs> right. You took third. There was vindication there. How about that?
0: But anyway, Titi, so have you ever struggled with like low 17 or phases of like just having those insecure moments? Tell us about that. Like like where did it start?
1: Yes. Um, so I have um struggled with self-esteem, um, especially growing up. And I believe I got better and um became more of myself and found myself more as I began to get older and go into my adulthood. Um, So I did struggle with self-esteem. I do believe it started with bullying, but then it also started with family. So I wouldn't say that it would happen in the household, but it did definitely happen with how my my aunties and grandparents and cousins, how they begin to view me. And because like we said um, earlier, um, when you do not know yourself, you take on those words and that language and that's what you begin to start calling yourself, you know? So that was something I can say, I did struggle with my voice. I actually grew up in school, not ever wanted to talk. Um, so I would be actually very silent and I was very quiet. Um, and it, and I, so with being made fun of my voice, it, made, it silenced me. Um, and I struggled with it because I hated my voice just as much as everyone else when I initially did not have an issue with my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there was a day when I had to tell myself Um, because me not speaking, um, the self-esteem began to, um, you know, grow in other places. It affected me, I should say, in other places, in relationships, in friendships, in decision-making. So I didn't make the best choices based off Um, You can start wanting to do things or make decisions based on wanting to be liked or wanting to be accepted um, based on how you feel of yourself. But there was a day I had to tell myself, this is my voice. I'm happy that I have a voice, and this is what God created me to speak like. So I had to be more appreciative and grateful that I was able to even speak when there are so many people who does not have the opportunity to do that. So I had to find a benefit in why I was. And it was actually something also that I I cannot change of myself. And, um, And there was no mistake when I was created. So I had to accept what came with me. So this is who I am and, um, the very thing that you can struggle with, it can be the very thing that can bless someone else with. So I had to see the benefit in it. And it's actually a blessing that I'm able to speak. So,
0: yeah, yeah, that's good right there. So I feel that, um, (laughs) when I was um, a child, I just remember I was the bad child. Okay. I stay getting whoopings, Um, I stayed in trouble. Like I used to pick. I did kind of bully my brother, but it wasn't like it was just fun to me. That was my joy to just mess with him and you know irritate him. So irritating people was fun. So I would just pick with him, and um, I just stayed in trouble. Like I just was like the daredevil. So I just remember at one particular point, it seemed like I just became a big disappointment to everybody. And it's like, I keep getting a whooping, I keep getting yelled at, like my mom got to keep talking to me, my dad got to keep talking. i like, my siblings just so irritated because I keep messing with them. So one day I just was like, I think I got yelled at by my mom, like to go sit down. And one day I just was like, you know what, I hate myself. And of course my sister, who was not on the pile with us, she went to go tell, because that was her, um her profession, she told, and she was like, ooh, Jossie said she hate herself, and I in my dad, he took a comb, and he like kind of popped my hand, it was like, don't you ever say you hate yourself again, and he was like, look in the mirror, and and tell yourself like, I, I love myself, and I remember I was seven, Um, if I didn't mention that already, it was like tears streaming down my face, I looked in a mirror, was like, I love myself, but at that point, I felt like I was forced to say it, but I didn't actually mean it.
1: And I think that challenging part is uh, with your insecurities and how you view yourself and sometimes like how that can develop like self-hate and different things like that. It's like nothing about you is beyond repair, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like you can't redeem yourself, you know, uh, restore yourself, figure out or create like a new life or new norm, like for yourself. But it's all about just figuring out like, okay, Number one, how do I reinvent myself and create a version of myself that is uh, more desirable to me, mm-hmm. that is more lovable you know, to me, um, even though other people may reject me or who I am and what I bring to the table, it, it may contribute to my thoughts of me feeling like, okay, it's not good enough or I don't have what it takes, but it's like, okay, here's the new moon. And that new me sometimes is a, just really a renewed mindset of how you think about yourself um, and how you uh, feel that the world sees you. Mm-hmm. I think the loudest, something I learned along the way, is the loudest voice that that can be heard and received from is your own. Um, So I do believe the more that you tell yourself I'm beautiful, I can do this, I will make it, um, I'm unstoppable, I'm an overcomer or more than a conqueror, whatever those words of affirmation is that you need. If you tell yourself that, that's the loudest voice I believe that you were ever hearing that has the greatest effect. So, But sometimes we're not talking to ourselves. We allowing everyone else to talk to us and to tell us and dictate and determine who we are. But if you can tell yourself who you are, then you will be able to create a whole nother version of of yourself. And you will be able to walk different and talk different and make better decisions because low self-esteem also in my adulthood, before I was able to um, learn that it um, not only did it affect relationships, I accepted anything um, because I developed a lack of love for myself. And so I had no boundaries. I had no standards. And people was able to walk over me like I was a rug and like I was nobody. And I allowed them to do it because I thought that I was nobody. I thought that I was trash. I thought I was nothing because that's what I was told. Um, but, um, it's just coming into a realization of who you truly are. Um, and also if, when I didn't like my voice, I didn't accept certain roles. Mm-hmm. I didn't apply to certain jobs, um, because I didn't think that I was good enough. And that also affects the confidence. I don't have the confidence also to be able to take on this task mm-hmm. who I was looking at, looking at the woman in the mirror, mm-hmm. um, looking at the version that I didn't like of myself and basically recreating that with my words. Um, I am a believer. So also opening up the word of God and discovering what it is that he, the Lord, our savior said about us, uh, which is the truth of us. Uh, So people can tell you the deception um, part of you, but to open up the book and the word of God and to learn the truth of who you really are. And um, so you don't really know who you are until you're able to discover the truth of who you truly are. Um, Also writing sticky notes. Um, I would have to write sticky notes because sometimes I would forget to look in the mirror, but I would have sticky notes throughout the house just telling me who I was. And it also uplifted my spirit and it gave me hope and it just opened up my mind to be able to move differently. Like those daily affirmations. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that's important.
0: I do um know, like in my adulthood, I feel like my mom, she noticed it because one day she was like, I need you to look in the mirror every day. And tell yourself I love myself, and I was like, "What you mean?" I'm like, "I do love myself," <laughs> but she, what she seen was bigger than what I felt. It's like I felt like I I did love myself. I'm like, I know I look good, you know, you can't tell me I don't. But <laughs> it was me allowing people to treat me any kind of way. Mm-hmm. Oh that it's like how do you love yourself when you allow people to treat you any kind of way it's like mm-hmm. you can't love yourself if you are allowing to be treated like you're nothing and a nobody um so i had to one day i think i was so far gone in my identity and i was like god what do you say about me and i i started looking in the bible i'm like what does god say about me because that's what i need to know it's like we i like god, i don't know how i feel about myself anymore but what do you say about me? Who do you say I am? Um, and I started finding those scriptures like, okay, this is who God said I am. And I had to start speaking like who the father says I am.
1: Yeah, that's real.
0: So yeah, it's like, who, who do God say I am? You know? So, um, as time went on, the older I got, it's like, oh, I know. What I'm worth. I know my self worth now. Um, I know how I feel about myself. I can't allow allow nobody to dictate what they feel about me. Like, what did you laughing at? <laughs> he on that stuff because
1: <laughs> I <I'm- laughs> you know that's, no. I definitely agree, and I think that that's real. I think um. We also got to understand, too, that insecurities and things like that spike beyond physical appearance. Mm-hmm. It's not always about how you look, determining, like, how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes you may feel like you're too emotional or you're too sensitive or, you know, it's like, can't nobody say nothing to me? Or, you know, it's just like, I think that people don't like me. I think people don't like my attitude. I think people don't like um how I present myself and what I bring, you know, to the table. And most of all, it's like a form of feeling like rejected from the authentic version of you, Mm -hmm. you know, and those things don't feel good, especially like when you're entering into different spaces and things like that. And then all the individuals can do is see and highlight, you know, the thing about you that they deem is bad or not good. And it doesn't necessarily make it bad because they don't like it but now we start thinking we're bad and it's like no you're not bad um they just don't prefer that piece of you right you know um and there's certain things that you it's just out of your control F-
0: <laughs> i agree like some things are out of out of picture out, out of our control um because it was a point it's like I like I spoke on our the previous episode like I feel like I put myself in a cage um and it wasn't necessarily from the rejection but the rejection I feel like can cause you to have like low self-esteem it's like I box myself up and it's like because I feel like if I present who I am people not gonna like that but not that I ever faked who I was but I hid who I was and kept it to me so people don't really know me. You get what I'm saying? Like, they don't really know my true personality. Like, the you, you kind of mask
1: yourself. Yeah,
0: I kind of mask myself. And it's like, I'm not showing you that side until you know me personally because it's like, can I trust you? Like, as you go talk down on, like, who I am, like, am I going to irritate you? You know, because me and my siblings, like, we still real, you know? <laughs> but we only do that to each other, you know, because don't play with them. In private. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, But it's like people handle my personality so I kind of kept my personality in um so I feel like now it's like I'm starting to people now starting to explore who Jocelyn truly is because of me learning to love every area of myself mm-hmm. so how do you guys like Like, how did you learn to love all of you, like your voice or, you know, I know you say like affirmations and things, but was it a process or was it like, did it just happen overnight? Like, oh, okay, I got this.
1: No, for sure. It was definitely a process for me because not only once I got over the hump with my voice, it was my weight. Like when I gained so much weight from my first child, um, I went from, being on the smaller side to plus side. And I didn't like what I seen in the mirror. Uh, I'm like, who is this? Who is this person? Um, I wasn't used to being in the size I was. I wasn't used to my face being, <laughs> being so large. And it, it was definitely difficult to accept. And then you would have individuals. Mm-hmm who will tell you, oh, you gained a lot of weight, you know, yeah. and you're already struggling with the weight, and you get other <laughs> individuals who come and remind you what you're struggling with. Um, but it was, for one, that was something I was able to change. Um, but that took time because I wasn't always the devoted to changing my lifestyle as far as with eating correctly or going to the gym. But in the meanwhile, while I'm on my way to get into a size that is desirable for me, I had to continue to love me where I am. So it's like this is now my new reality. But it can become a temporarily, a temporary reality if I do something about this. Cause there are some things we can't change and you yeah, just have to cool. come into acceptance. But the things that you are um able to change that that those are some things that you definitely can um accept yourself while you're on the process of making that change. Um, but it just basically come into acceptance where you are. Yeah. So
0: Vince, how did you learn to love all of you? Like the things or the parts that you wasn't so happy about?
1: Um, I think... <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> no, I think it's a good question because I look at it like this. And sometimes I can just be very uh, literal. Mm-hmm. And um, a big part of that is just... Um, if I can't change it, then I have to accept it. Mm -hmm. And that's that. Um, and if I can change it and I want to change it, Mm -hmm. then I need to submit and commit to changing whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And there's just some things I realize I can't change. So I have to make peace with it. Yeah. You know, and It's like, you know, this is the deck of cards that life has dealt me, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna play this hand like no other. So, you know,
0: yeah, I had to come to grips with if I can change it, change it. And if you can't learn to love what you cannot change, and if you don't, if you're not, if you don't have the motivation to change it, then just be quiet and learn to change it but it's like don't speak negatively about yourself because you have to be the person who loves yourself before anybody else can Mm -hmm. um so as we wrap up this episode we do leave words of encouragement for someone who may have low self-esteem or dealing with insecurity issues um so tt what words of encouragement or advice you would give someone who may be battling with that right now
1: Um, If you are out there and you are battling or struggling with low self-esteem, low confidence or, um, you know, insecurities, um, I do encourage you to really dive in and take the time out to get to know who you truly are, what you have the ability to do, and, um, and don't allow anyone to dictate who you are. You tell yourself who you are. And um, so that's what I would encourage someone to do.
0: I love that. Vince, what about you?
1: I would say make peace um, with who you are. Um, And once you make peace with it, let that be what settles it. And you love it, you own it, and you work it to the best of your ability.
0: And um, I would say don't let anyone or society dictate who you are um discover now who you are and don't let anybody speak other other like otherwise so like if you so, like, oh, I'm not beautiful. Like, don't let the enemy come and say you're ugly and then you start believing that lie. Like, no, I am beautiful and I love me, you know, or, like, don't accept the identity that the enemy tries to give you. um Just know that you are more than enough. You are valuable um and you're beautiful or handsome you know if you're a male listening in um but just know who you are so if you are struggling at this moment just know that it won't always be this way but you have to be intentional about loving yourself
1: and if you know the truth of who you truly are who can ever take that away from you
0: thanks all right guys so that was some great wisdom and encouragement that um I feel like it may help someone. Um, so we do thank you so much for tuning in to Broken Out Revive podcast. I hope that this has reached someone who may be struggling in this area. And if it's not you, send it to someone. Send it to a friend or a family who you know needs to hear this. Um, but don't forget to like and subscribe our channel, which is Broken Out Revives on Apple Podcasts and on YouTube. Um, and you can also leave your suggestions on topics you would like to hear, even if you need advice, don't be afraid to even email us at brokenoutrevives at gmail.com. Um, we look forward to hearing from you and hearing, like, in um, seeing your feedback. Um, so we thank you so much for tuning in with us. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye.